Hi everyone, my name is David Birnbaum. Welcome to The Safe Space. Today we're joined by Shaq Prescott-10. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. So we know each other because we went to high school together and I'd love to start by talking about what it was like being one of the only black kids in the high school. Oh, uh, I felt like it wasn't, wasn't really a bad thing or good or bad, just like I, I looked at it as a regular thing because the way I look at things is they're not on race, look at it like um, how people get along, same personalities, then it happens to be the same race or different races, that's what happens. What happens. Yeah, and like our high school did have a pretty diverse set of people, just there happened to be less black people than a lot of the other visible minorities. Um, did you find that you tended to hang out a lot with the other black kids? And do you think it's because you were black or you just also happened to have other similarities? I guess, because personally for me, I think it's other similarities just because, like, um, I guess how we were raised, we were raised kind of the same, same kind of backgrounds, and, like, most of the black kids that were there were athletic, just like me, so mm -hmm. it was easier to relate and everything. Yeah. And did you feel that you faced any, like, problems because of your race in high school? I don't think there's any problems. To be honest, I think it was kind of the opposite, like, because like, there was less black people, everyone, like, thought it was cooler yeah. <laughs> hanging around more black people. Yeah, yeah. So I found myself like being like the cool kid, as you say, you know. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so that, but you were kind of, people wanted to be like your friend because you were, let's call it a collector item exactly. type thing. Like it was more unique to be friends with one of the black guys. Yeah. That's interesting. And then did you ever find like, so did you ever find with teachers or with anything? Because really you hear a lot now in the media about how, bad black people have it right and how life is tougher for them and you know thornhill is a pretty white area um and stuff like that so i'm trying to all you hear is the people saying yes it is a problem but what i'm hearing from you is that you didn't really notice it much well i guess also depends on the area because certain areas i guess it's different different kind of like um, restrictions and everything and certain, certain people will pick on people because from my area and where they dress because personally for me, I I, I, can, I dress different, but I never dressed, dressed like, I guess, I would say bummy or something like that. Yeah. And some people might not dress bummy, but like they, they act a different way. And some people don't know how to, how to, to adapt to that or understand that. Yeah. Personally for me, I understand like everybody. Because I guess growing up in Canada is way different than, I guess, in the States. Growing up in the States, then it's kind of like more like segregated in a way. Yeah. Like if you're not an athlete and you're black and stuff like that, then... Then you're not going to be like necessarily like people won't want to talk to you as much yeah i guess that's fair and you know one thing that i i don't know if you remember this but we we were friends in high school and i remember how i was just always a joke guy like i made lots of jokes and i'd make race jokes too um because that's just everything was fine because i didn't actually have any problems with race or anything like that and i remember once though and you always like didn't have a problem with it because we were friends. But I remember once you were with a bunch of the other black kids <laughs> who I didn't know very well, and I made a joke, and everyone was very offended, including you, which kind of, I mean, caught me off guard. And so, do you think that is a factor as well? And how does it feel, you know, when I, when people do make jokes, friends or not friends, about race? I guess it depends on the relationship between the friends, because like if you're cool with your friends, you'll. Friend, real friends make fun of each other no matter what any situation yeah. but some people don't know you so they just assume like it, it, they they judge you they just assume that like okay he's made this race joke so he's racist and all that stuff like that yeah and it, so it's kind of knowing your audience I exactly. guess exactly and 
Yeah. I guess also because also because like the times when we grew up in it was like you watch like Chappelle's show and like South Park, all these stuff like you kind of like influenced by it. So you said like, oh, that's funny. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say a joke just like that and try to be a funny guy. Yeah. And yeah, for me, like I never cared about race, so I viewed it as fine to make a joke about like height, like anything else, right? And especially my friends, you just rip. Especially, you know, stereotypically, guys just rip on each other about about anything. So I, I viewed it as okay, but it definitely it seems now to be like, you know, terrifying to even admit that I made racist jokes or that I sometimes do would still make a racist joke to you if I thought you'd laugh, right? Yeah. Like, um, it's yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess like I guess it depends on how like, the level of the joke you make and like how like where it's coming from. But personally, for me, like I wouldn't get offended because I don't. When, what, regardless if you're racist or not, I wouldn't let people get offended by it. I want to show my emotions, get offended by them. And then that way, regardless if they're winning. Yeah, because it's giving them the power, exactly. right? Like, you're, you choose what has power over you. If you let someone offend you, you're giving them control exactly. over yourself. That's interesting. Uh, still, like, obviously, you know, so much is being taken over in the conversation right now about you know, identity about race and things like that. And so, you know, I, I was actually just talking about how one of the main reasons we're still connected, like we were friends in high school, but you lose touch. One of the, one of the main reasons we're still connected is because you're black, yeah. right? As I've produced content, I need to have a diverse set of people on. So like you're on this show largely because of your race. Do you think, how does that make you feel that, you know, I am now viewing you largely through that lens first um personally for me it doesn't really affect me i mean i look at it as like opportunities no matter what where i go and, I, and if i if i if i was offended in any way then i wouldn't be here you know so yeah. it depends on the personality and where you're like how comfortable you are with yourself yeah that's that's a good point it all it definitely comes down to personal comfort but i'm so I, but i'm also wondering like you know do you think it's a good thing right like maybe because the argument that people make is that, you know, they're just inherent of, you know, white people have white networks, black people have black, ne black networks. So, like, if I wasn't forced to have people of color on, you know, they, you wouldn't have this opportunity to come and talk about this or about whatever else. So do you think, you know, there's a, there's a very strong pushback of, the, you know, race shouldn't be a factor at all. Um, what do you think? I think I'm... Um, like like in the world we all like need each other pretty much you know what i mean so like even if, if it's just because i'm black and this and that like then people other people will see it and start we all start like not mix, mixing and like having different races in our in our circle and in our friends and our groups and then slowly and slowly when, when you evolve in the world then there will be no more segregation oh just because white this and that it'll be just all is one yeah so I've actually, I, I agree, and I've actually thought that, you know, more recently, it seems to me to be the left that's kind of pushing these segregation lines more so. These infrastructures were built, obviously, out of a racist past, and, you know, it was white people not wanting blacks around and things like that. But now it seems that it's the black community saying, you know, the, the black community as, like, the left people who are claiming to represent the whole community, um, that like they want to be separate. They should have their separate spaces because you know white people are dangerous. White people you know are out to get them. Do you? Yeah. I think um, I just think like like because because it's been like I guess you're saying like like privilege and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So like they I guess white people like certain white people have always had like had an easier upper hand. So like black people are just trying to at least like level the playing field. 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes of we black people will look at it as like if you're with a white person and this and that, then then they're 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 growing and you're growing, but they're already ahead. Sometimes you just have black people just so they can level it out. Yeah, and it, and it it is fair that you know historically white people have had an advantage, right? Like the idea that you know is being pushed on the right now that there's no such thing as any systemic racism. Like I don't really believe that, right? But I do think the the arguments the left is making is kind of overblown. But so it's just interesting. Like I I want to try and get you only really hear you know, the people of color that have large problems yelling about it, right? And it's, you know, maybe to the average person in our clickbait society, less interesting to hear people just reasonably talk about stuff. Um, but it, it's very interesting, um, I find. So I, I thank you for, you know, being so open about it as well. Um, but I want to kind of shift gears a bit, you know, because obviously black is how I identify you. and But you've said, you know, quite a few times how it's just, it's a matter of fact for you, right? Like you happen to have darker skin, but you know, how do you identify generally? Like what do you value or view yourself as first? I just, I view myself as a loving human being, but like if you, if someone categorizes me and say with that, I'm going to say black just because I'm going to stick up and I'm happy with what I am and who I am and I'm a black person. So yeah. I'm gonna let them everybody know I'm a black person. I'm happy with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was great. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, uh, and definitely, like, I've been doing a lot of like mindfulness stuff, and like, you know, uh, it's all around just accepting yourself first, right? Like, whatever you've been born into, yeah. like, you can't change that. Exactly. So it's just be happy and and you know, deal with the world that way. But so like you 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 know now you're you're a chef, you're a rapper. It, like, what do you go through life? Uh, you know, identifying as, or you try not to, because you know, I on an earlier episode I spoke with uh, someone who's non-binary and and gay, and he says he doesn't go, "Hey, I'm gay. My name's Jacob," right? Like he's he's Jacob first, exactly. right? Um, but so, do you identify? Like, what do you most strongly identify with? I would just honestly tell my name. It depends on the situation I'm in. I'll say my real name Shaq, or I would go with Joey Demar as my artist name. Okay. Because I don't think you don't think it's necessary to to just, just identify your race like that unless you know. Yeah. For no reason. That's fair. And so one thing that just came to mind is you know for something like you know homosexuality or or some of the other traits it's you know you can choose to let people know that or not about you. Um, with you know race you obviously can't. Yeah. Do you often like do you often or ever see people you know, change if, you know, you've applied or, or, I mean, your name is not like a typical white name either, right? You Like you see some common people, name, yeah. a common name. So do you, have you ever felt that like you've been treated differently because of your name or, or your color? I think, I feel like I have been treated differently. I mean, I wouldn't say just all bad, it's being treated differently just on both sides just because of my name or my color. Yeah. Like sometimes it could be good, sometimes it could be bad. Right. But it but it is different. Yeah. And then do you have anything else like around race that, you know, comes to mind for you? Because I really like, I don't even know what to ask a lot of the time, right? Like I, the whole thing is about, you know, I'm trying to learn from yours and other people of color's experiences. And right now the the people yelling about race and stuff, they're not actually doing a good job of teaching me what it's like. But 
you know, what I'm hearing is it's kind of, you know, like being a human, right? You, you wake up each day, <laughs> it's, being it's, it's, it's being human, right? Like, and you're a person just like me, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I guess, like, I feel like also as the older generation nowadays, maybe not most are like Toronto, but like outside of Toronto and like outside of different, different countries, it's more so the older generation that's still stuck in their past, stuck in like segregation, stuck in like, oh, racism, this and that, like, because I guess how maybe that's how they're raised and that's how they don't know better. But if you educate yourself and obviously you want to learn, then you'll understand that every, yeah. everybody's human, every race is human. We all bleed the same, we all, you know? Yeah. We all yeah. die the same. Yeah, and I, I think that's, I really enjoyed growing up like where we did because it was such a good mix of everyone, right? Like, you know, in my elementary school, we celebrated Eden Diwali, not Christmas, because there was just a, a large, you know, East Asian pot, or... I don't remember what region, but there was a large brown population. So that's what we celebrated. And I didn't think twice about it, right? It was just what we did. Yeah. Right? And it was cool to experience those cultures. Of course. Because I, even, yeah, elementary school, because you learn, like, you learn about other backgrounds and stuff, which I found, like, was good. Because if I wasn't growing up in, around the areas I grew up in, I probably wouldn't learn about different backgrounds that I do now. Mm. Like Asian backgrounds, like there's um, European backgrounds, everything. Yeah. All right. I wanted to kind of shift off of race a bit and, and see if you, you know, strongly identified of any other, you know, piece, but you don't. And that's fine. Like, the, I think it's very important to not really, you know, attach yourself to any one identity. But so the last thing I want to ask of, about race is, you know, as you've gotten older, have you found that you have, you know, been drawn more towards other black people and stuff? Because you were kind of limited in within high school, um, but outside of school and now, do you just notice naturally you happen to have more black friends? I would say just because like a family, I was always a black family, so like I, I, I always had like, I guess, hanging around black people and stuff like that. And nowadays, like, it's always like a respect thing. I personally feel for black people, it's always like a respect thing. And if you see another black person, you, just, no matter what, if you're friends or not, you won't necessarily just look the other way. You're just like, Show their respect, say hey, or greet, something like that. Yeah. It's just show like you, you know, like, like you're like you understand and you're a part of it and everything. Yeah. I want to say like I, I just have maybe I have more breakfast. I don't really notice, but like just personality wise, you like what I like. I like what you like. Then we're friends. Yeah, that makes sense. And then on on the subject of friendship, like I have actually you know read that read people on on Facebook and in certain social media groups that they don't trust you know, white people who don't have friends who are black, who are people of color. And so, like, they're not willing to be, like, the first, let's say, right? Because, um, you know, they think there's something inherently wrong with that person. But, you know, from my point of view, I was only exposed to a handful. I was exposed to hundreds of white people and five black people. The odds of me having getting along with all five of the black people in high school is less likely than five out of a hundred white people so like have do you ever think do you ever like it seems to me that a lot of the people talking about race now you know that's all they think about they're obsessed with it have you have you had that experience in your circles like um do you and your friends talk about this and like the the problems of race um there's there's times where, where i feel like like there's there's situations where like it's, it's unfair because of a certain race. So me and my friends do talk about it, 
and we kind of try to understand like why it's still like this and like what can we do to change it or how can someone do to change it yeah all right and getting getting uh, you know onto the topic of politics a bit more um what what are your thoughts on what's going on in politics now just generally like what comes up first to be honest i don't i try not to follow all the politics and stuff because i always feel like everyone is pushing their opinion on you and you and you're not really a free thinker you can't really think for yourself yeah like the more you watch it the more they kind of like tell you how to think and how to feel and all this stuff yeah and that's what becomes a problem and so what would you prefer like because obviously you know definitely as we get older it's important to be politically engaged right just generally that's kind of how society can make change yeah um prefer i kind of a kind of a hard question yeah because per- personally i just feel like i just feel like there should be because like even like left and right and all this stuff it's kind of like segregated in a way like it should, like, it should be like as one is you want this you want this to happen you want this to happen we shouldn't be like okay we all want this to happen let's fight let's attack this side because they don't want that to happen yeah that makes sense and in terms of like the how would you like to get your news and your media because i think politics and media are hand in hand right yeah. like media is how the message gets out and you know that's what i'm trying to figure out now is what what's that problem as to why you and so many of our friends you know are just kind of checking out at this point because of the way it's being fed to us i mean i guess get your news anyway but when how the news comes i feel like it shouldn't just be like oh this this is the situation and that's it it should be like you should be talked on talk about the topic oh this situation happened so like you know i feel like this and that like kind of like addressed it more mm. and like maybe find like a solution or just say what the problem is just, just like express it more instead of saying oh so and so uh this happened to so and so and then move on to the next thing and then to the next thing yeah that makes sense and then you know do you have any <clears throat> any thoughts on just you know the sphere of how much people are putting an onus on identity right now and like that seems to be most of what we're hearing about in politics is like identity issues but you know the economy is important right like i i don't want to put i don't want to assume but i would guess that like you care more about your job than you do about the fact that you're black right because that impacts you more on a day-to-day life in your day-to-day life yeah i mean i i always always reminded that i'm black and everything also because sometimes it depends where you go because like i've been different places where everyone's so loving and again i i assumed that people wouldn't be so loving just because i'm black but i've been in places where i assumed that i would be more loved mm. and i wasn't because i was black yeah and uh, i feel like i just feel like society today too nowadays is like everyone's so sensitive so when you say one thing like everyone just picks on it and like kind of ruins you tries yeah. to ruin your image and everything like that yeah especially because social media and everything nowadays is like you could be like two good comments and the, and the next five comments are all negative yeah okay so that's very fair and uh do you think from like a politics and what we talk about point of view like from the media are we spending not enough time on race and, and and things like that or too much like obviously there always needs to be a balance but it feels to me that it's not we're not hitting it right right yeah. now yeah i think i said we're not hitting it properly because um the way i guess the way you talk about the certain situations 
You just gotta like dress it and just say how you feel it, you know. If, if if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. At least we we all know and you're genuine, and you're honest. Some people try to hide it and pretend like they're not a certain way. So then we always I gotta think for think extra like steps, thinking like okay maybe he does this because of this and that because yeah. of that. That's fair. And like it, like I'm trying very hard to be genuine, you know, as I'm as I'm doing all of this stuff. But it's scary, right? Like. You know, it's kind of, I have a buffer because I can say things to you about race. Yeah. And like, you're a buffer and you, you make it okay because, you know, you're not fighting me, right? Exactly. Um, but if I were just like a white guy on camera saying these things, it would be viewed as far worse. And I'm sure, at, like earlier I compared how being black is like being human. And like, obviously, it is human. that's not, it's human. That's not what I meant, yeah. right? But like that type of thing gets so attacked and picked apart now. It's pretty scary. Yeah. Like I'm saying, like society nowadays is just everyone's sensitive. Certain topics, certain topics, people can't really talk about properly, and they have to like hide their feelings and their true self because people they know that people are gonna pick on them. Yeah. Because how they feel. And that like that's the fundamental thing that kind of bothers me is that you know there's a people are apparently so sensitive that if I accidentally say something that offends them, you know I'm a horrible person. So now. You know, most people have just shut down completely and they don't really, they have an unwillingness to talk at all. Exactly. And, that, and that's how the world world turns, like, and I don't want to say evil, but that's how the world turns, it goes bad because people are just closed-minded closed now and they're not talking, not sharing, not spreading love to each other. Because they're not allowed to talk, they're not allowed to share their opinion. Exactly. So they're less open to other people's opinions. That's really what I feel. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And so I guess my last question for you on this topic of sensitivity it's you know i read a lot of especially in certain social media groups and just generally about you know how sensitive black people are any minority and like if you say any joke you know there's this push against um you know stand-up comedy and like if you say anything that's potentially offensive you know you're you're a racist you're a, you're a nazi you're this horrible person but you know, I haven't had that in my experiences with, you know, my friends of color and things like that, you know, is, do you, are you that sensitive? Like, and are your friends that sensitive? Do you think we should, you know, the world should be that sensitive? I don't think we should be sensitive. I don't, personally not sensitive and I can't really speak on my friends because, but like, I don't, I don't think that they're sensitive either. I just feel like there's certain, certain things you say, maybe they get sensitive, but like, if if they keep allowing if we keep allowing like that to that control us then it's never gonna go away. Yeah, and I guess this this brings us back to what we were saying earlier about like you choose who you give power over you, exactly. right? Making yourself more sensitive to what other people think and say, that's just giving them the power. Yeah, oh yeah, it is, and because some people I guess if you look at this, there's two ways to look at it. If you look at like people like say some like a racist joke like a comedian. People won't, people are like, oh, he's just a comedian. He's supposed to say something funny. That's funny. You look at someone that goes like hardcore racist, say stuff, you get sensitive because you feel like they're, they're just ignorant and they're not trying, and then they're, they're trying to like pick at you because you're racist and stuff. Yeah. So I guess there's, there's different ways to look at it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we should, we should still like learn, learn from it and grow. You yeah. shouldn't be closed off just because so-and-so said that. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's a great spot to end at. I want to thank you for coming on and you know just being open with me to talk about this of course. i'm sure i said something stupid at some point <laughs> but i appreciate that uh that it was that was all good 
Um, and I want to thank all of you for tuning in. I'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions. Subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Patreon, and be sure to tune in to The Safe Space.